Hey guys, welcome back to okay, the Only Talk Podcast. No, can't. Don't do that on my podcast. Welcome back to the Only Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew <laughs> Peter Winter. For those who want to know my middle name, um, Sam, Sammy, and Patrick Davis. I'm here with Sam. Um, you know, <laughs> um, we're back on the podcast. It's you know, a lot of the kids might be going back to school if you're a, if you're a kitty. <laughs> Jesus the podcast. fucking Christ, that sounded <laughs> so fucked, it sounded so weird. Hey, if anyone's going back to school, have a good time. For me- Oh, you start again. No, I'm going with it. I've, I've already started and we're going. Um, Sam- <laughs> Of all the things to say. Look, I just want to be supportive of our audience, that's all. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah, it's me guys, anyone going back to work. <laughs> <laughs> not funny stop laughing i'm, rec- I'm keeping it uh, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah. We're, we're, in um, the, we're in the episode now There's no fucking turning back fucking oh hell. man that's um, funny clip that the one thing that you wanted me to do for this episode was not talk about kids but also um tennis <laughs> i just roped you into this last second i don't know no you did but it's good look you oddball topic. it's the only good it's the only good idea you've ever had for the podcast so i'm we're gonna <laughs> um you you play tennis Bruh. and you've actually sent me your and I didn't realize this actually exists at, at tennis.com.au oh, no. it has your tennis profile and fuck man you've had a lot of losses you have had a lot of losses in your in your career hey they're good players they're pretty good players the ones that I've played against they're very good actually they're fucking bullshit Some so so good well have you not played a game this year or is that just no, I haven't played. I didn't play in 2021. I didn't play a tournament. I um I burnt out from tournaments, mm. and then only recently have I, for the first time, in like two years or more than that actually, first time in like three years, I become interested in tennis again. So I'm playing a couple of tournaments soon. Support me, please. I might send a couple of videos in as well to Mr. Matthew to get to get his support. We need we need support. We got to win at least one match. So when you say you got burnt out. Were you burnt out from losing all the fucking time? Because that's what it fucking looks like. You know, I'll have you know, dude, in school tennis, I was undefeated for freaking three years. Mm. Two years. In a row in winter tennis. No one could beat me for two years. So, it depends on the level. This is very high level. This is the highest level I ever played at. So, you go to 2015 tournaments and that's where you freaking your eyes will probably widen because mm. I played 14 tournaments in 2015 Every long weekend, I played a tournament. Every school holidays, I played three or four tournaments. I was an absolute... I was obsessed. And I was actually not that bad back then. But then I got very focused on YouTube. In 2015, I started YouTube. And my focus shift entirely over to that. And tennis just became a background thing. And I lost interest and I became very shit at it. But I'm back in a tournament very soon where I'll probably get absolutely smacked. But we'll see how we go. So, from what I can see, did you get two golds in 2015 and two silvers? Is that what I'm... I think I think that's like their titles. They're like mini little titles. They're not um... the smallest of the small in tennis Australia. <laughs> so, it was really good to see that you won the 2016 Mornington Junior Classic in June 2016. Good on you, man. Um, Thanks, and the buddy. 2015 Geelong Lawn Junior Development Program. Is that even a tournament? That sounds like a program. Oh, it was a tournament. Yeah, it was a tournament. Doesn't doesn't say tournament, so I don't believe you. Um, 
So in your overall record, let's show. So for people who obviously cannot see this, um, Sam's he's played we'll eight, eighty-nine matches. That's a lot of. That's a lot of tennis. Eighty-nine. Yeah. Fuck! Drop my phone. Yeah, eighty-nine matches is a lot. a lot. And you've won thirty-four of those and lost fifty-five. So when I when you've mentioned to me in the past that you've played tennis. I was expecting you to be a good player. Like you would just mention on the podcast, like, oh, hey, I play tennis. If you weren't good. Um, I mean, I'm freaking, I'm good. So do you, do you know maths? Not sure if you know about it. Um, if you go 34 over 89, that is a win rate of 0.39. So. <laughs> do you know how good these players are? They're do kids. You, do you know? They're not. It's kids. ages from it. It's literally eighteen and up. There's no kids. The junior ones. That was when I was playing fellow juniors under the age of eighteen when I was younger. Did you just, I did you just look at your watch. Am I boring you? <laughs> no, I got a notification. Sam's been a shit cunt on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I think she's good at tennis. Um, <laughs> no, no, you, he's good times. I don't see Roger Federer here or Leighton Hewitt. So Leighton Hewitt, yeah. He's good. He's married to the hottest woman in the world, Beck Cartwright, formerly a star of Home and Away. Amazing. I'm, I'm so impressed. We should get Leighton Hewitt on the podcast. No, we shouldn't. He'd be the worst. Worst guest you ever had. Do you know what's far. funny? Every time any, like, we'll, like in real I've life, I'll say... Have you really? Yeah, keep going though. I'll tell you um, that in a sec. Anytime <laughs> somebody sees like, or like something funny happens with somebody... Um, somebody in real life will say, hey, you should get him on the podcast. And I'm like, this would not be a good podcast guest, like, at all. None of them. Like, oh, did you see Paul Gallen get beaten that, like, win that that boxing match on the TV the other day? I'm like, oh, yeah, it was pretty. I didn't watch it. I, was, it was, I, I heard it was good. And they'll go, yeah, you should get Paul Gallen on the podcast. Name anybody listening to this podcast who knows who Paul Gallen is. A former rugby league star who does boxing. He's, he's the Jake Paul tosser. of Australian boxing. Yeah, he's like a Nimrod. That's what. That's why you got to use of fights, and therefore they're like, "Oh yeah, let's make some cash off this motherfucker." Uh, um, anyway, enough of the Australian references there. Um, what were we going to say about <laughs> more Australian references? I was at the Australian Open qualifying in Australia, and uh, an Australian tennis player who used to be formerly world number one called Leighton Hewitt. He was watching all the qualifying matches and because Leighton and I are very interested in tennis and we followed the Aussies very closely, I knew exactly what scheduling I had and which matches to go to and which order because of what the scores were in the Australian Open app. Hmm. So when one match finished, I went straight to the one that was closest to finishing so I could see every single Australian player and I wouldn't miss anyone. Oh. And Leighton did the same thing. And coincidentally, four matches in a row, Leighton and I would walk over to the next match at the exact same time. So he would death stare me as if to say, you're fucking following me, mate. Piss off. And I'm literally got the phone out at the same time he does. I'm just looking at the matches. One of the funniest things was when this Australian player who lost a lot of weight and who just didn't train for a year, a guy that Leighton was mentoring for years, he just stopped giving a shit about tennis. He lost his first qualifying match and Leighton just went, this and walked off from the match straight after he lost and i was watching that and all the all the people watching were like oh shit and it was it was funny i just think the guy's a dickhead to be honest with you i i used to idolize him as a kid i think he's an arrogant tosser i he's he's literally destroying tennis but you don't follow tennis. i don't want to go into details but he's destroying australian davis cup tennis as we know it but anyway Look, he picks if- the worst players if the Tiny Meat Gang podcast with Noel Miller and Cody Coe can spend 20 minutes discussing 
Formula One racing, I think we can spend a bit of time <laughs> oh, discussing Leighton Hewitt and tennis. Thanks, buddy. And he's a good bad. player. Is he? Yeah, he was a good player. And he's interesting. He's very fighter in every match. Never gave up. Um, I'm not a fan of the bloke, to tell you the truth. I think he's Kyrgios. Now that's a fucking bloke, Nick Kyrgios. <laughs> Mate, he's a roller coaster. I've been to I've been to two of his matches. And it's like it literally in high sense arena the noise is so loud and you feel like you're just on a roller coaster ride. Like one minute he's just getting so mad, like screaming at fans, and the next minute he's hitting a massive winner and going, Yeah, and everyone's going, yeah. It's awesome. Tennis is an interesting sport to watch. I've never really watched much tennis. Um I used to hate watching cricket specifically. Um, yes, cricket sucks. Except I was a I was a rugby league boy when I was a kid watching that. But that got overtaken by the best sport in the entire world, professional wrestling, at a young age. Um, watching Is it a know, sport? No, it's sports entertainment. I love watching the Japanese stuff, though, because the, they have much more of a... They call it strong style. So it's very it's very different. Like, for example, there was a wrestler recently called Dragon Lee. When I say recently, it was like a, a year ago. And he was wrestling... I can't remember his name. It's Japanese. It's fucking hard to pronounce. Um but he did a, I think he did a half Nelson suplex. Wrestling reference, here we go. Half Nelson is, so like a, a full Nelson is both arms round the shoulders behind the neck. So he yep. did a half Nelson and then like around the waist. And I believe that's what it was. Half Nelson over his head, Spike Dragon Lee on his head, broke his neck. Shit. He was out for like a year. Um, but that's the style that they do. Like that's Our mate the, did that to me in the pool yesterday. Really? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you comparing yourself to one of the greatest um, cruiserweights, junior heavyweights in the world, Dragon no. Lee? No, the mate did that to me. I was just a, a, I was just a passenger of that mo- particular move. I've done that too. I, like I love grabbing people around the waist and throwing them in the pool over my head. That sounded really bad, didn't it? Um, I've said worse things on this podcast before. Um, I you love think just recently. I love throwing people in the pool. It, it's it's really good to see people go no and then fall in the pool. That's my interesting. That's that's You're my just response. That kid that just pushed everyone in the pool, and then they drowned. God, I've all, I've, look, I've said a lot of bad things in this podcast already. Um, but to, to sum things up, you were you were a good tennis player. Thanks, um, but everybody, but so many people are better than you. It's all right. Interesting experiences playing tennis. I've had some journeys. I won a qualifying match in the, t- the level below ITF, which is mm. professional. When mm. I was 15, I won a qualifying Fuck. match. So I'll stand by that one. That was when I was training as hard as I possibly was in my life. So mm. I'll take that one. But everything else is, is uh, varying different. Success. Varying success. Let's just call it that. Are there groupies in tennis? Oh, yeah. There's people have their teams and mm-hmm. most of them are toxic as AF. Most of them are very toxic. I've been trying. I want to get a team together for my next tournament, but I doubt I will because who the f- wants to go to a tennis tournament and watch tennis all day? Um, but, you know, they're, they're usually really toxic. I've had a team like... I've had teams that are like clapping incredibly loud um, when I hit a double fault. I make a, I make a mistake and I just like, I'm just, I just want to die. 
you know, because they've just got this massive group behind them. There's actually once a match where this kid had a, it wasn't even in a proper tournament, but this kid had a huge team of people. There was sort of just about 15 people clapping every point he won. And he was up 5-2 on me and he's like four years younger than me. And I was like, oh, what the fuck have I done? Like, I've literally, I'm going to lose to a 10-year-old and I'm like, <laughs> I should be winning this. I won every game from 5-2 down fuck. and won the match. And it's like, it's a good feeling when you can silence a freaking crowd. <laughs> you can silence the crowd after they've just been chewing at your ear for like a good 30 minutes. And then you come back and win. But I don't know, just a little experience, a little tidbit. See, when I played sport, I played rugby. I played rugby league for ages and then soccer. And soccer, I was like, all right at, but not the best. Uh, but when I played rugby league, um, we our team, the we must have been the, the scone thoroughbreds. That's what it would have been. For years and years, we had never, we never won a game. We won one game when my dad was coach for a bit. Um, and then when I, the year I left, when I was like 12, 13, they started winning like every game. And I don't know if that's a coincidence Revol was just a shit player. Did you did you score tries? Did you ever score a try? Maybe once over my like six years. Was it a good feeling? You don't remember. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't. I don't remember like at all. It doesn't I stand think that's, out. No. So my da- that's the thing. Like I loved playing rugby league, but I think it was. Um, I don't think it was my thing because my dad played for years and years. Like he was that yeah. good. That back in the however old he is, like the sixties or the early seventies, he was so good that he played in Sydney and they had two teams and the winning team was like spread throughout the Sydney clubs and he, his team lost. He was a hooker and his opposite hooker was Peter Sterling, who is now like, was a legend for Parramatta Eels, um, captain him for years and years. He's one of the main commentators now in the NRL. Um, So like that was like the opposition he was going up against. Um, And my dad got sick and never really achieved his dream. Um, And that's sad. That sucks. It does. That is like, that is shit. That's very sad with sports and they get injured and they never do oh it. Yeah. See, that, it's actually funny with um, with professional wrestling, with the WWE, one thing that they do at their performance center now in like the last five, six, seven years, they have like life classes, like life after wrestling because like that, mm. professional wrestling and sports specifically, like you get to an age where your body just is not as good as it used to be. Yeah. Um, like obviously in wrestling, they protect their body a lot more. Like it's like in the seven, the eighties and nineties and that it was just like, yep, chair shots, all this fucking bullshit, blah, blah, blah. Like now, if you have a concussion, you won't be able to wrestle for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. Um, but it's all about like life after, like, is it, do you want to be a producer? Do you want to be a, a commentator? Do you want to get into the training? Do you want to be an agent? He puts together the matches. The same thing in sport. Like, you know, there's, there's going to be a, there's going to be a time where your body just, I don't know. Like, would you want to be okay? Would you want to be one of those players that plays for years and years and years past your prime, or would you rather like retire at the top of your game and then move into like a, a coaching, advisor, commentary, move out of the industry completely? It's an it's an it's an interesting concept. I'm more of a um, John Farnham sort of dude. I like have about thirty retirements and then have about thirty comebacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a very casual player. So, I'll play a couple of tournaments and then not play for another two years and then play a couple more tournaments and then not play for a couple of years. I'm not definitive. Oh, retired. Never playing again. Having said that, I'd love to 
play my last ever match in the highest tournament possible um, against my hitting partner, Nick, and it'd be like this epic contest between two good mates and that's my last match I ever played. I'd love that. But um, I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's because I lose, I you know me, ADHD. I switch from interest to interest all the time. I'll walk back to YouTube and then I'll be back to something else and be back to tennis and it's just constantly ridiculous. So, I mean, I don't know. It's summer. It's obviously hot weather summer. I'm into cliff jumping right now. I'm into tennis. Another thing, cliff jumping, amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, when you if you come down here, Matthew Winter, definitely recommend going for some cliff jumping. I'll cry, but we'll do it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, that's I. It's it depends. I don't know. I like tennis. But we'll see. Um, there was a one of the biggest wrestlers. Going back, there's a wrestling topic, but it's Ric Sorry, Flair. Keep going. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Been wrestling since like this the seventies. Um, was one of the best of all time. And in two thousand eight, there was a storyline. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. There was a storyline where. If Rick lost his and the next time Rick lost a match, he would retire and never wrestle again. And it went for like oh probably a year. And then he wrestled against Shawn Michaels, the heartbreak kid, at WrestleMania, you know, the biggest event. And what it was, it was the the last moment is Rick Flair on the mat. He's slowly getting up. Shawn Michaels, so much emotion in his face, he goes, I'm sorry, I love you. Kicks super kick underneath the chin, big kick, pins him one, two, three. Such a dramatic moment. One of my favorites. Um, he left WWE if like months later and he yeah. spent all his money. <laughs> so he wrestled for another company. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm just going to go back on your retirement. And it just uh, like, you know, it's like after that, it's just like, you know, you create, you create this moment, even, you know, it's, it's sports entertainment. That's what it is. Like you create this moment that. and it's like stupid. Farewell tour. Yeah, right. That's like Leighton Hewitt. Mm. Let me just do my farewell tour and then play doubles for another four years. Also, Davis Cup, if uh, we win this next match, then I'm playing the last match after my farewell retirement match like a month earlier. Stupid. I feel like with our our niche tennis and wrestling references, we're just losing the audience right now. (laughs) No, we're not. No, they work. There has to be some sports fans out there. Somebody's got their phone right now. I've got this this. cap for a reason today. They've got their phone in their hands and they're going, if they don't stop talking about wrestling and tennis right now, I'm skipping. And they'll start listening to like the Tiny Meat Gang podcast. I don't know why I mention that one all the time. It's because it's one of my favorites right now. I hate that one. Why? It's so funny. Boring. Bores me to tears. Really? Because I really Those American ones bore me to tears because I'm not American. I I don't like listening to the sound of an American's voice for an hour. So... So it, it's interesting. What makes us a good podcast? Like, it's hard to sort of like, I don't know. Like, I think we have some really good conversations sometimes. And then I also think it's like, sometimes it's the, the, ba- the banter is funny. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like, banter is funny. Like, I like a bit I, of banter. I love the bit of banter with like me and Ben. We've had some good banter. Um, absolutely. And then there's like some other episodes. Some fuck the burger banter. Fuck the burger. Um, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it's, I and as I said before, um, we've, we've mentioned before, like about the guests, like having some good guests on. Um, I've actually, I've actually got like I wrote down the guests I want for twenty twenty two, and there's four big guests from well, actually technically five from like different Emblem. avenues that I want to get. It's not Emblemon. <laughs> no, nobody. No, who who watches Emblemon these days? No, I do. I watch all his videos. Um, 
So I've got four. You know what? I've got the five and they're from like different like parts of my interests, I guess. Um, so we've got like, we've got, <laughs> we've got Mr. Beast. I'd really love to get Mr. Beast on. Holy I know that's shit, like we're shooting high. Ones, Whoa, okay, like, I didn't know. I thought you'd be shooting high, but that's freaking shooting no, high. That, that's probably my highest one. But like, he, like I know he's huge, but like he's a guest that I've always really wanted to have on. Um, like, did I show you the, he was on Colin and Samir's podcast and it was like an hour, it was like yeah. a two hour long podcast talking about his whole journey and his, um, his strategy and all that sort of stuff. And it was just so, so interesting. Um, I'd love to have him on. I'd love to have Gary V on as I was like, as much as I, the whole hostile culture thing really gets to me. I'd love to have a conversation with him about like, you know, the content that he puts out and how it influences people. Like, you know, it's, ruined a lot of people they're like oh you need to work 24 7 to get where you want to go but i think there's like there's parts of his it's like with um you know he's putting out short content yeah and like he does like long form content as well but like he takes snippets of what people say and he thinks that's their message and then when you listen to the whole message it's like well like he's saying this but he clarifies with this but you don't hear the clarification does that make any sense whatsoever i think it does yeah it does I've never really been partial to those channels who just try and they're just the dudes who like, let me just give you a hundred little, little bits of advice. Like it's, it's like, but I just want to give you advice sort of thing. See, the thing was I during my prime Gary V years, it was watching a lot of his um, long form talks where it yeah. was like pretty much all, but a lot of it was like he would talk for about his life for like 10 minutes and then he'll do a and a and nobody else did that. Like he would actually like answer real life questions from people. And okay. also his daily vlog of him running his company. He did it like five days a week, six days a week for like three years straight. And he had to go like film him every single day. D-Rock was his name. Shout out to, to, to D-Rock. Um, oh, but I'd, like, I'd love to, to, to discuss somebody who's like come up from like nothing into yeah. like this in the business space but also like the media space at the same time. Um, and he does a lot of NFT stuff and I'd love to like learn more about NFTs. <laughs> NFTs, man. Um, I have Cody Co. I'd really love to get Cody Co on because I feel like that he is one of the best balances of podcasting, YouTube videos, and also doing like traditional projects. Like, and he's doing music as well with Tiny Meat Gang. Um, and he's doing projects with like TV channels and streaming service. Like he's working on projects like that as well. Yeah. Um, oh, Cody, yeah. Yeah. yeah, have you seen their their podcast set like recently since they redid it? It's no, I watch a lot amazing. of his videos. I don't watch his podcast. Have a look at one point because their their podcast set is fucking like mint. Um, the recent episodes have been like really really good in their new set. Um, Couples reacts my only probably thing I watch from him. I really, that's a really good series. Yeah, Couples you react. just think that his girlfriend is hot? No, that's not really where i was going with that i just it think it's i think it's entertaining watching them react to no, moment of truth good. and all those reality tv shows. oh moment of truth fucking yeah, hell that was, that was great <laughs> crazy that was great actually um and uh, i've got hasbulla you know little, little russian guy nope google hasbulla h-a-s-b-u-l-l-a i'm gonna get him up on my phone exactly how i was gonna Gonna get oh wow! Phone. Then nothing comes up. Hasbulla, H A S B U L L A. Is it a channel? No, it's 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 this guy. I'll show you on the screen right now. Oh my god! Have you seen that guy? Um, no. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? You want this guy? <laughs> yeah, he's like, there's a here's a picture of him with the one of the UFC championships. <laughs> See Why? That? How good's that? Look at him. He's so cute. Can he speak English? Yeah. You know, uh, I think he speaks a little bit, but if he doesn't. I want him on anyway. You know, he's like 19 years old. He has a growth hormone deficiency. Yeah, so he's yeah, like no, a dwarf. Yeah. He's not actually a child. Um, I don't know. I just thought... a... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. He's a fascinating about. guest. I, I no. think he, I, he might, should be able to speak English, surely. And if not, I'll get a Russian translator. Done. I can afford that. Um, <laughs> um, there was the other one is, and this is a very much left, Maybe like out of left field. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jaden Comerford, and he is the Jaden Comerford is actually he's a Melbourne boy, um, and he founded Unified. Um, Unified was one of my like they. It started as like a just the one the one label. It was UNFD, um, and he would like release the music for a bunch of bands like Amity Affliction. Um, why can I not think off the top of my head what other bands are signed to Unified? Because I can't off the top of my head whatsoever. Um, North Lane, Ocean Grove, Hellions, Architects, all of these like heavier sort of bands, blah, blah, blah. And he started a record label from his bedroom. And now he's grown it into the Unified Music Group, which has several different um, labels. Um, One, two, which is the hip hop label, NLV Records, Exist Records. There's a fuckload of other ones. They've got a distribution deal with Sony. Um, he's got offices in Melbourne, Sydney, London, and LA. Yeah. Um, they had their music festival, um, two of them now, actually. Um, they also have an artist management division. And this is just a guy who was at uni and he decided to release um, a band's music as their label. And now he's grown it into this like this huge, huge company. Um, it's a good effort. It is a good effort. And this is like, it's a, just a Impressive. guy from Melbourne. And it's just, yeah. you know, that's, what that. that's what I want to do for That's what I want to do for Onway. Like, I don't know if we've discussed it, but I, I don't I, I don't want it to just be the YouTube channel and the podcast and all that sort of stuff. Like I want to get podcast. into films, TV, record label, um, merchandise, um, like building a brand in different different in different avenues. I've always wanted to do that. Um, I don't know web web games. Um, Web games, beef, cool beef, games. beef jerky, um, beef, beef jerky, coffee. Hamburger? I always, I wanted no hamburger, anything, but hamburger. But like, yeah, I'd, I'd really like to get into like different, different avenues in media <laughs> and um, in like actual products as well. I've always wanted to have a, a cafe chain called Cafe Ennui. And people would come down to the cafe and like, I could come in and do like, hey, we're at every single cafe on we in the country. We're doing a live podcast tour. It's me and Sam. And we're going to answer questions from the crowd and we'll do like, you know. Everyone just leaves. They wouldn't leave. They wouldn't it that. reminds me of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air where, where Carlton's like telling everyone that to, to stay, they have to order another thing on the menu. He's got a microphone. Everyone just fucking slowly leaves that's fucked would you do a, a live podcast tour with me yeah sure yeah yeah go around just sit down on a mic just talk talk to the crowd meet some fans i would love a roving podcast i've done a few of those they're great what's a I roving podcast you literally driving everywhere you're going to different places you're going cliff jumping 
and the podcast just continues the whole time. Interesting. And it's like on the podcast, all this shit's happening. You're like, you just have a camera mounted and you go, like, I'd love to, t- I'd love to do a roving podcast. It could be on anyone's channel where <laughs> we go to the Blair Gallery cliff jump spot and like we're hyping you up for it. And then we, we climb to the top of the rock and you've got to jump. And it's like, it's all on the podcast. I love that. And it, well, we use a GoPro camera for the whole thing. So, we're literally doing the jump included of you entering the water and shit. That'd be crazy. That would be, be good, mad. actually. I love that idea, actually. That's good. It's a good know, idea. We'll see how we go. Um, That'd be very mad. Though. I'd, I'd like I've that. I've always wanted to... Um, and have I ever told you that I want to get? I've wanted to get into stand-up and, like, actually do... I think I've, like, mentioned oh, really? this as a joke. Yeah, I've always wanted to do stand-up. Like, I've... I would always, I'd love to get to the point where I could perform like regularly and like work on bits. That's what I sort of do the podcast for. Like, like this, these last few episodes we've recorded, there's no like bits that I've used. Um, but I like, I have a whole document, like all these bits that I want to, want to go through. Um, and like, you know, they might be bits, but I want to turn some of them into like actual jokes. Um, yeah. which like, let me just, um, and I've gone through a few, like, one of my favorite bits on one of the recent podcasts or recent, um, like the one where I call out, was it, um, oh, was it Al-Qaeda that I called out for like, I'm like, hey guys, come on. Like, think about it. I like that. Very, very hypocritical. I can't remember what it was to be honest. Um, and there's like stories and that I'd love to tell and like turn them into like podcast bits, like, sorry, stand up bits, like the time I kissed a girl and she got cancer soon after. And then all the kids in my year said that, Hey, you gave that girl leukemia by kissing her. What? Like, no, f- no, I didn't. Are you serious? This is a real story. Yeah, it was in year year two. Dude, that's fucked up. I think I vaguely remember you telling me this actually. Yeah, now no, I, I think of it. I remember I told my boss once that like the first girl I ever kissed got leukemia, and I think I gave it to her, and he cracked up laughing. <laughs> it's a good bit. Like Jesus if you could if you could mold that cry. into a joke. Like I don't, <laughs> you can you can mold anything into a joke, dude, man. It's a um, wowzers. You can you can mold anything into a joke. I think. Oh no, my life. That just is a joke. Have you? Any, you know what? Here's here's something that I've experienced very much recently. <laughs> yeah. Talking to somebody like on Messenger or Snapchat or something. Yeah. And they go, um, oh, we should you should have me on the podcast or I should be a comedian like you. And I'm like, no, are they, for one, I'm still not the funniest person in the world. Like I'm still like quite humorous, but I'm definitely not comedian level yet. When people say like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm pretty funny. I should come on your podcast. Don't do that, please. Like it, it ruins the flow of the conversation when they're mm. like, they want something out of you type thing. Yeah. I've had that a fair few times. Yeah. And also cringe. <laughs> it's actually cringe, like a lot. Like, don't, don't ask. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I've had that a few times. I've had that. Um, yeah, when someone's trying to get something out of you, or that they want something from you, and it's like you realize that they were kind of buttering you up, up a little bit. Yeah. Like, it could seem like I was essentially doing that to you in a way. But I never wanted to ask. I just wanted to chat. I didn't want to ever ask, oh, can I come on the podcast? I think, um, what was it? What did it remind me of? It's like, I think everyone wants to be on a podcast. Like I saw a dude recently who went on a podcast, like the worst podcast ever. And it reminded me a bit of myself because it's like, 
Mm. I, the first podcast I was ever on was like, it was when I was in like year 12 and it was the worst set up podcast. It was like, I mean, very nice blokes that ran the podcast. But it was like, um, it was through Google Hangouts and there was like constant like audio glitches. No one had a mic. One person's audio, the person's a mic or they have like a really bad DP. And it was like the most awkward thing. One dude's eating his dinner while the podcast is going on. I was like, okay, <laughs> all right, I guess this is a thing. And it's like, everyone wants to be in a podcast. I've noticed that everyone like badly wants to be on one. And when you're a host, like, it, it's inevitable the conversation's going to shift to. So, when am I coming on? <laughs> oh, I'm actually cringe every time. It actually reminds <laughs> me of a, of a clip. That Someone sent me a, a TikTok. Um, and I'll, I'll just try and find it. And I'll play the I'll play my the audio into my mic, okay? Because it would get you a, um, a good feel. I had to mention me, though, because that would have sounded like a massive hypocrite if I... If, if I just, like, yeah. all these people... Let me be on a podcast. Look, you've, it's, it, I've, I've had people, like, that's the thing. You, you, you were never really like, hey, get me on your podcast, blah, blah, blah. It was more like, hey, I enjoyed talking to you. I don't think, I think I asked you to be, I can't remember the, I can't I think remember. You did. What, and it was, I think it was like, I like, I want to talk to creators, but not just about creator things. And it's yeah. good if they're small and. All this mumbo jumbo, and now look at us—we're good pals, and you're a co-host in the podcast. And I think it's better that way. Um, that we've actually here's something before I show you what we're going to show. Right. Do you think it's? I think we've had this conversation. I think people don't like guests a lot. <laughs> I think people would rather just like have the same two people on the podcast all the time. I rate that. That's my podcast. That's it's never had a guest. It's fair yeah, enough. But yours is shit. It's okay. The roost podcast. Fucking brilliant! No, it's actually right. It's not that bad. It's not. That's a thing. Like I think, um, everybody wants to start a podcast, and that reminds me. So there's this clip. Let me just play it out loud, so you'll be able to hear it. Um, it's from a TikTok. It goes to like forty seconds. Uh, okay, so it's a little bit long. This. Okay. Shame that I'm the first one to have to make this video, but these cunts are fucked. The most boring, inane, small talk conversations. And people think it's the pinnacle of comedy. The content literally is like, oh, you know what? You know what music's fucking actually real good? Hilltop hoods. What the fuck? Or like, oh, I tried anal with my girlfriend on the weekend. We don't care. Or like arguing about great northerns. The content is fucking terrible. Anyway... It's so right though, and I've and, and in the video it has like knowledge. it has like screenshots of like um, all these different like podcasts that have like TikTok clip accounts, and he's fucking right. That's all they fucking talk about. But are we any better? When you really <laughs> no. think about it, are we any better? Have we mentioned arguing about Great Northerns or talking about fucking not giving not anal, yet. receiving anal? <laughs> not yet. Oh yeah, I had I'd um completely off topic. I had anal with my girlfriend the other weekend. Oh um, my no. fucking god. Um not I'm that not, bit. We're not uh, doing the bit. No. Oh, I think you know what comes off my feed a lot on TikTok right now? It's clips from podcasts with girls talking about like how to get how a man should pleasure you. Yeah, I've been getting those. I've been getting those. Is it telling us something? <laughs> yeah, they Google's somehow um 
or the the app somehow uh, tapped into our actual lives and, mm. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's recommending us this shit. <laughs> Look, they want us to get better. You know, the women have complained, and the women have complained. What women? <sighs> Jeez, fucking getting... Yeah, dude, I'm going to cry. Holy shit. Um, to people sad as fuck. <laughs> to people who are watching, do you like this podcast set up a bit better? It's got the same same two pictures. I've got lights everywhere. You can see the table oh, now. Give us money. It's a nice little angle. I've got the... Oh. You actually do need money. <laughs> do, that need, again. Um, do, a, do a gesture again. For those who aren't watching, I'm just doing a, a <laughs> wanking gesture in front of the camera. Um... I was pointing to the, the cameras on like a little tripod. I do this gesture. It's me picking up a burger and biting into it. Does that, do I, does it look like I'm laughing, Samuel? <sighs> sorry. Sorry. Continue what, sorry. whatever it is. <laughs> well, uh, the, yeah. the other day we were talking Sabotage. about... Um, Sabotage. We were talking about Frankie Muniz for some reason. I can't remember why we were talking about Frankie yes. Muniz from Malcolm Middle. His memory. Fuck, he's ugly. He's grown to a very ugly man. Like a hey, balding... He's off Frankie Muniz, man. That kid, he was an agent. He was a Cody. He was a Banks. He's agent he, Cody Banks. He was way better in Malcolm Middle than any other show. Bro, Agent Cody Banks is the shit. He, had, right. freaking, he had the electric snowboard. Man, that was awesome. Do you remember... There was a movie with Frankie Muniz and Amanda Bynes. Yeah, yeah. Big Fat Liar. I've reviewed it on my Big YouTube Big Fat Liar. You have too. Big Fat Liar was such a good movie. I remember. And like the I guy, the old, the, the the man who like steals his script and turns into Paul Giamatti's son. Yes. Yeah, he's great. Ooh, that was one of my biggest inspirations as a kid, Big Fat Liar. That was one of my all-time biggest. Every time I watched that movie, I wanted to come up with a new idea for something. Because the kid, he's like, He's so shit in school. He's struggling. He doesn't want to do it. And then all of a sudden he makes him, uh, he writes a script for a freaking massive Hollywood movie out of nowhere. And that, I thought that was so awesome as a kid. I was like, this is lit. And it was very relatable. I know. Just was. No, and Amanda Bynes, what the fuck happened to her? <laughs> she has become, okay, who's worse off now? Amanda Bynes or Frankie Muniz? I was always a man of vibes. No, off. have you seen Frankie Muniz's fucking shocking haircut? Mate, Frankie Look, I know Muniz a man of has made a lot of mistakes. He's a head on I two shoulders. A man of mine, Frankie, Frankie Burnt. Fra- no. <laughs> Frankie Bynes. Sh- Frankie B- Look, same thing. Frankie um, Bynes Muniz. Oh, good movie, though. Absolutely good movie. There was something Great I was going to talk about after that. But now look, I think can think. Oh, that's what it was. Um, I was watching part of the Frankie Muniz interview with Steve-O. I watched that whole thing as well, by the way. The, the whole, the Brian Cran- Cranston thing where he was talking about like, he still like keeps in contact. Like every two weeks, he'll hear from Brian Cranston. Really? That's crazy. When I say I watched that whole thing, I watched the whole 10 minute clip. So I didn't hear about <laughs> this bit. I was going to say like, can't really? watch the whole thing. But yeah, like every two really? weeks. Um, Brian Cranston's always been a legend though. He's a great bloke. That's why he's excelled in acting so, so long. Isn't it funny how it was like, um, cause everybody saw that cause he was like a very, very good, um, comedic actor in Mac in the middle. Yeah. And, but he showed a lot of depth, like with his character. Yeah. Um, and like his emotion and that. And I, I remember people saying like, he is going to be a great, like dramatic actor in the future. Cause there's really? a lot of people who can show that Before. like emotion. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 
the same thing with um, John C. Riley. Like he was, yeah. But the uh, but the other way around. Like he was such a great dramatic actor in like the I think even like as early as the eighties. I have a feeling. I, I I have a feeling it was like he's John been C. Riley in the eighties. I have a feeling that he's been um, John C. Riley. I'd relate him to like, um, sort of Jeff Daniels type, like bit of a jack of all trades. Like he can play any kind of character sort of thing. Like he can play the dumbest, stupidest character, but can also can, he can do a serious role. He's actually been in some serious movies that are really little known. The Hours oh, is one of them. Um, Jeff Daniels is also one of my faves. He's a great guy. Great actor. Um, you watch him in Dumb and Dumber and you think, who is this clown? And then if you don't know his mm. movies, and then you watch him in other stuff and he's brilliant. So John C. Riley's first movie was 1988. What? And then can you believe that, what, nearly 20 years later? 20 years later, exactly. He was in Step Brothers playing Dale. Dale like, can you believe that? China. Dale, Dale has, has a man China. China. But, like, that's crazy how, like, he's gone. Like, from crazy. That. That is and crazy. now he plays Wreck-It Ralph in the Wreck-It Ralph movies. It's a good fit. I feel like there's a lot of people, like somebody actually, I can't remember who it was exactly. It might have been Adam Sandler, it might not have been. But they act in like all these big movies so yeah. then they can make enough money to like actually do roles they want to do. Um, Maybe not Adam Sandler. But. Not Adam Sandler. There was a, actually, no, who was it? It was, he's the guy from, have you seen Silicon Valley, the show? No. Um, I think I'll know the actor when Silicon valley if i go to the show's through silicon valley Speaking of Alan Sander. oh no tj miller oh uh, yeah you don't like tj miller not really not a fan, why he's, he, he's he's good he's really are good you on the... serious this guy's a douche no he's a good he's a good actor i really like him um he's yeah. was in a movie what was it what oh, movie was God. it um what the fuck is this hair doing I can't no, remember I can't what it talk. was. Um, he was in a movie and I that he was filming called it was ages ago. It was like the it was the reboot of something. I can't remember what it was a reboot of. And I cannot think of what it was off the top of my head. But he had to like travel to New Zealand for it and he told the he told the whole story about like he nearly died. Um Yogi Bear. That's right. He was filming Yogi Bear in like New Zealand. Yogi oh, Bear God. TJ Miller podcast. Um, 2010 he, film. He, he nearly died, basically. Um, I can't remember the exact story, but he's he was on this sh- this podcast called um, You Made It Weird with comedian You Made It Weird. Why can I never remember the name? Pretty of bad film. 4.6 out of 10 and 12% oh, on Rotten Tomatoes. It was never going to be good. Um, Pete Holmes. The, have you heard of the um, the comedian Pete Holmes at all? No. Um, he's a good comedian. Um, but he has this podcast called You Made It Weird. And he used to have like all these um, comedians on for years and years and years. Um, started like years ago, like 2014, something like that. Like he's had Camille Nanjiani on there. You know, the Indian guy from many, many different movies. He's in The Big Sick. Have you seen The Big Sick? I think it's The Big Sick. And like his girlfriend like dies of cancer. You ever, uh, Spoiler he's, alert. He's with, he's with his girlfriend. Him and his girlfriend wrote that movie, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. On oh, real life or? In, like, yeah, him and his girlfriend wrote the movie and play. His girlfriend died of cancer in real life? 
No, we didn't die of cancer in real life. Oh, um, anyway. I said spoiler alert. Very much. Fuck, that would have been bad. Very much a um, <laughs> off tangent there. Um, TJ Miller was in Yogi Bear to make heaps of money so he could do his own projects and be in other movies and be a stand-up comedian. Like the Emoji movie. That's what I was trying to get at. Do you know what I mean? Like they do these big roles and they can do like whatever the fuck else they want to. Which is the big role. Yes. Look. Okay. But you know what I mean? Like when that movie failed, he was like, he went on a rant and he went on a crazy rant about saying everyone's lying and shit. Did he? TJ Miller? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It's really fucked. There was, I, I haven't heard of that. I've heard of the sexual misconduct issues, but... Why'd you say TJ Miller was good? Fuck this idiot. He's, but he's really good in Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. He's a good actor. I, so his voice, like, even just his voice, like, I can hear the punchable face. And then you look at the face and you're like, oh, okay. He's good. Have you seen the Asian guy from Silicon Valley? Nah. He's, na- he's a good comedian. Um, Silicon Valley. I can't believe I'm doing this on the fucking podcast. Um... But his I name is. Suge- I was going to suggest, by the way, just briefly, a um, a film for one day, potentially reviewing. I don't know if you've seen it. Fifty First Dates. It's the only good Adam Sandler movie. One of oh, the only I- good. I've ones. seen it like ages ago. I think like a long, long time ago. Watch it again. Fifty First Dates is a really good movie. Oh, well, actually, um, <laughs> Jimmy O Yang is his name, by the way. Jimmy, yeah, 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 I know Jimmy O Yang. Yeah. Um, he did a. He, I think he was doing stand-up or just on a podcast or something. And he was talking about like how he's like, you know, he was a comedian, but he was getting into like TV and film. And his dad was like, like not really proud of him. And he's like, oh, I could do that. He's like, dad, no, you can't. Was this the awkward thing with his dad in the hall and everyone's like congratulating him? The dad's like, it wasn't that good? No, it was no, not that story. I don't think. Sorry, I, I, I watched that on the Joe Rogan podcast with Jimmy O. Yang. I think it was, it was the story of um, his dad's like, oh, I could do that. And then his dad started auditioning for roles in uh, China and his dad got like on one of the biggest like sitcoms or the biggest dramatic shows in the country and like he's this like huge, huge star now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, his dad, um, Ouyang's father, Richard, um, later signed with the same talent agency as his son as an, and has since appeared in several films. He actually played his son's character's father in the movie Patriot's Day, uh. which has... Um, is that Mark Wahlberg? It looks like Mark Wahlberg. It's about the Boston bombings. Yeah, it has Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Bacon. And Kevin Bacon. And J.K. Simmons. Before we finish up, Whiplash. Fucking good movie. I need to see that. J.K. Simmons is... I remember watching him in Law & Order. He was like one of the chiefs in Law & Order. Um, speaking of Law & Order, there was a, a clip came up on YouTube... Um, who's the guy from, um, oh, he's, a he's from, from Marriage Story. The famous actor, you would know if I, I'm going to say the name and you're going to go, oh yeah. Um, fucking, what's his name? Let's do some he's more one, research. Mid podcast. He's, he's from the, one of the biggest, he's one of the biggest actors in the world. Oh, um, Alan Alder. No. The Ray Loiter. Adam Driver. Fuck my fucking... I'm, I'm talking about Adam Driver. Or Adam Driver, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, did the clip was called, oh, did Adam Driver do it? And it was like, what? And you click on the Law and Order clip, and it's just Adam Driver from like 20 years ago on a random episode of Law and Order, 
and like, oh, did he kill the girl? It's like, why are you clickbaiting Adam Driver? I guess like that, like if I was a YouTube channel, that's what I would do too. But it's just like, oh, what? Adam Driver killed somebody? Did he commit a crime? But that's like ones Logan ones. Paul's been on Law and Order. Mm. Has he? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Bullshit. Not joking. What did he do in it? Did he? He he played it. He played the villain, the guy trying to shoot um, someone. Logan Paul on Law and Order. No way. Sorry, halfway through your little. He Sorry. did. <laughs> Keep interrupting. <laughs> His name was Ryan. That's crazy. I've never seen. I haven't. I didn't know that he was on Law and Order. How long ago was it? Like. Oh, a while ago. Yeah, long before his YouTube. 2015, so quite a long time ago. Oh, H3H3 reacted to the Law and Order gamers thing with Logan Paul in it, and they didn't know who Logan Paul was when they reacted to it. That's how long it was before his career started. Shit, so, that's fucking yeah. long time ago. So he popped off at about end of 2016, sort of. He had a million subs at the end of 2016, and this that's was 2015. Right. Yeah. Do you remember Justin Bieber being on CSI? <laughs> I, I don't remember Justin Bieber being on anything. I remember him in um, that movie, that Zoolander 2 movie. He had a cameo in that. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I watched remember, that in cinemas. That was I just remember him from CSI because it was... He played, <gasps> He's a little kid in it. What the yeah, fuck? He played a serial bomber and they just shot the fuck out of him at the end of it. It's pretty good. Oh, they would have done that for everyone in humanity. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, kill the kid that everybody hates because he's, I don't know. I think he, he, this would have been a, this would have been one of those bits where he tried out acting and realized that he's not into it. So he didn't do it anymore. That's what they, all the parents and all, all the agents all good try and get there. Like at all. Not many musicians can transfer into um, acting and be good. Sure. I don't know if she was in anything. No, <laughs> Justin Timberlake did very well. I think he's quite a good actor. I know Cher was in a fair few movies, actually. Really? Damn. Yeah, Mask. Moonstruck. Really? Mamma Mia, here we go again. <laughs> you know, actually, a few wrestlers of trends, like The Rock and Batista, and Batista who yeah, are the Dwayne Rock. The Rock Johnson and um, oh, Dave Batista. You, you can never get enough of The Rock. Can you fuck no, it's about, it's about pride. It's about power. We survive. <laughs> we, we, I don't know how the song goes. Um, but there's a wrestler called China. And she's dead now. That's okay. But she was in a movie called One Night in China. Can you Google that for me? China spelled C-H-Y-N-A. And just read me the Wikipedia definition. Uh, China's film is a play on words as Laura wrestled by the in the World Wrestling Federation. I just lost my. I'm not. I'm not reading the plot, man. There's no chance I'm reading the plot. Read That's the plot. A por- it's a porno. You can read the plot. No, it's not a very good. It's not a very good movie, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> she has sex with X Pac, the greatest wrestler of all time. Oh my god, very. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. You what know, the fuck? All the greatest wrestlers have done porn. Well, I would do. Thanks for watching the Only Talk podcast. Oh, come on, would you do? Okay, if I, if I did, if I was asked to do Playgirl. Would you be okay with it? Oh, no, I wouldn't care about any of my mates. I've got a friend who did OnlyFans. Really? Yeah, one of my friends. She had an OnlyFans account. 
Um, everyone's like, oh, you should join it. I'm like, no, what I'm is not it? looking at my friend naked. What is it? Can you link it to me? No. I'm not what is it? Like a... Hey, after the podcast, can you tell me what... Fucking creep, honestly. You <laughs> fucking creepy motherfucker. No, um, what I was going to... No, look, I'm not, a, I don't, I'm not an OnlyFans guy. I've got... I can just Google that for free. Um, you can't upload anything sexually explicit on it anymore, Matthew. Or have you? Know? Really? I don't think you can. I think oh, they okay. got rid of sexually explicit stuff from. Oh, some upload of Upload fans. Upload only fans. It's not funny, can't. Um, um, fans. It's, before it's we good, finish up, joke. have it's you ever heard of the, the the YouTuber Bobby Burns? I've heard of him. So, like back in the day, like he did a big video Burns. on on Shane Dawson, and it was about Shane Dawson, like. Blah, blah. And then he met Shane Dawson, was really good friends with him. And then Bobby moved out to LA and then Bobby Burns stopped doing the content that he was like the good, it was good YouTube content, like great commentary content. Started doing music and it was like really bad. It wasn't bad. It just wasn't like complete, like 180. Um, and like, he was dressed like very like emo-ish and it was like some sort of like hip hop, not my sort of, style um what's his what would you call it bobby burns music it was not very like good um i could play one of his songs do you want to play one of his songs i'll play one of his songs for you. it's very good no <laughs> no you play it's, it's while you're looking good. for a song another movie i have to recommend that i'm halfway through watching it's uh it's only if you love cinema and filmmaking hmm. i don't know if anyone could get into it if they didn't like love obsessive filmmaking it's uh night on earth by maverick director jim jamush as sbs described him as so really if you're someone who likes night driving and if you're someone who just likes like a really well-made movie with really good characters that's i'm halfway through watching it it's a good movie it's very it's very film noir though and it's a bit slow but it's it's actually more than a bit slow but if you can, I think it's something you watch in intervals. But yeah, interesting. Good movie. Very. Maybe review it one day. On um, we so that's a tough one. If you can get that through is, that, that is a tough press. one. Um, Two hours of a cab being in a cab. It's very, very, it's very much of an art, an arty film, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Follows five people, five people in who are cab drivers, and them carrying, um, patients in their cabs. It's good. It's good movie. Interesting. I might give it a watch actually because I like that sort of like I've been like, like trying to like expand my my mind I guess you, wish you would call it something like that. Um, before, <laughs> we, before we finish up um, Bobby Put Burns this is Bobby Burns music. Let's it's have really a listen. Good. Will we get copyright claimed? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's not. I'm just trying to stop it from getting copyright claimed. It's I think that's garbage to tell you the truth. Well, like that was a, like, that's probably like one of his best ones, but then there's like. Oh, he is shithouse. Yeah, he's not that good, like at all. I'm, I like Justin Bieber and that's, that's shithouse. Anyway, Bobby Burns um, has not I been doing much something. like YouTube content. Like he started uploading like random videos recently. I'm like, oh, let's look at his channel. And I clicked onto his Twitter. And I didn't read the description. And his description said, um, this is the place where I promote my OnlyFans. If you want to see some safer work stuff, click on my other stuff. I would missed that. And there's a bloke. Yeah. And I, and like, you know what? Do what you want. But like I scrolled down and it was him twerking, his dick and balls flapping around and his asshole just like <laughs> out everywhere. And I'm like, I can't do this. 
That's good. good. Thanks for listening to the All The Talk <laughs> podcast. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Patreon. <laughs> Omni Plus, we've got some good content coming out. Me and Casper, oh every month are doing a movie review and we're doing our classic, I'm Can't the I host. Movie reviews? Yeah, well, you and I do a movie review as well, cunt, okay? Fuck me. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I'm me and Casper doing the classic. I call it the, the Tim D- Dillon style, where it's me being funny, talking shit, and he'll go, oh, yeah. That's basically the when we talk extra. So if that sounds appealing. That's I wicked. You, I love you, Casper. Do you subscribe to the Patreon still? Yes. I watch them all when they come out a week early. And I, I watch all the Patreon stuff. I wish I before the podcast, actually. No, that's good. I'm glad. Um, anyway, get some, we'll have some more stuff on the Patreon soon too. Behind the scenes, um, bonus stuff, early access all the time anyway. Um, I've got nothing else to plug unless you've got something. Burger. <laughs> ah, up. very funny burger meme. Fucking dumb cunt. <laughs> I said, look at that. Burger. Yeah, very fucking funny. Dumb as shit.